0: Hey guys, Dave here. Welcome back to the Post Show. Um, We had a lot of fun doing this last week, so we're back at it again. Uh, This week we talked about um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right before the finale. Um, The new anime called To Your Eternity that is getting a ton of hype right now. Um, Shang-Chi, Made in Abyss, and uh, the Lord of the Rings show that Amazon is making for a preposterous amount of money. Um, And Tarantino movies, and a bunch more stuff. So... Please feel free to tune in. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about on future episodes of the post show, let us know. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hey Grant. Oh hey Dave. That was fun. That was good. Yeah. My hero's heating up. I hope um I hope they keep a consistent pace on my hero, like, throughout like what last episode was like. I could do that mm-hmm. for like five or six more. But like I said, I really hope they like explore that like Main thread. Well, if I had to guess, like in my heart of hearts, I don't.
1: Like, so, if anything, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be breadcrumbed. I feel
0: yeah. like we're gonna get. I think you're totally right. They're gonna breadcrumb yeah. that main plot line for four seasons. Yeah, yeah. That's well, they already weird. have for five, for four, but like another four.
1: Yeah. If if anything, they're gonna throw in like, uh, uh, Mirio and and the gang because I feel like we. You know, we might see Aerie again soon, mm-hmm. and uh, and that. But I, I do think it's going to be like a pretty dead fast pace because there's what there's only going to be like five five fights in total, so five episodes of oh, like okay. singular, and like probably the Midoriya one we'll and Shincho one. Would that be my guess? One or two, or at least one, probably two. Mm. That'd be my guess,
0: but but uh, yeah, Not no, Aerie. it's good. It's um. Did you catch up on uh, Falcon when I
1: did, I did, yeah.
0: I think the finale is this week, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I In a uh, couple days. By off. the
0: time this airs, the finale will be taking place.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Friday. Yeah, when this comes out on Friday, we'll be watching. Hopefully, watching it Friday night.
0: Yeah. But so uh, what are you? Th- what are your thoughts
1: now that you're caught up? So I've been, yeah, I've been really wanting to talk to you about it because, like, I don't think we've really talked about the falcon winter soldier at all so far
0: a little you know tidbits here and there yeah you know because the pilot was like decent but like it really didn't tell you it didn't tell us much about what the show was going to be no i wasn't
1: too hot on the uh on the first episode just because like it's it's falcon the winter soldier i want to see the two of them you know i found when they were by themselves it just wasn't very interesting like, mm-hmm. that opening action sequence was probably some of the best stuff Marvel's ever done, in my opinion. Like, the Falcon fight with, like, through the, uh, with the...
0: Oh, in the pilot? With, with, G- the...
1: with GSP there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, like you know, I think they're somewhere in the Middle East, and they're kind of,
0: like... Yeah, hopping. they took out the
1: checkbook for that one. Yeah. Well, I think I think that was, you know, they wanted to set a tone, which I found funny because, like, there was no follow-through for, like, two more episodes.
0: Yeah, they, like, set a tone and then, like, backed yeah. up off it. Yeah, yeah
1: so whatever so yeah the first episode was was whatever the second one you know like they're meeting up and all that you know they're like the joke like it was very joke heavy but when they brought in daniel brule back (sighs) as baron zemo like the show just kicked off like that dude no he is too good of an actor to to be on this show but he totally he delivers (laughs) it's so funny because like he is a tremendous actor but he's purposely he's purposely playing ham for the sake of the character, like he's, you know, love it. I love to see that. Like when you see someone that's like high like overqualified, but they they bring exactly what the character requires. You know, yeah. it's mad respect for that. And I mean, he... that's like
0: it feels like that's like most of the Marvel characters, right? Like, sure. Because, th- like in terms of like acting performances, they don't get to do a ton. But yeah. everyone playing any character in the MCU, like especially if you're leading a movie, you're yeah. you're an A lister. Three times over, you know what yep. I mean, but yeah, D- uh, Daniel Bruhl is such a good example. That guy is, or like, oh man, what's the guy? The guy that played Young Hannibal, um, uh, Young Hannibal. You know, it's a show Hannibal. Um, like Mads Mik- Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads Mickelson. Yeah, it's like he is such a ridiculously superb actor, and yeah. he does so remarkably little in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that that's such a bummer, like villain wise. Like they had such, but like that's that's a lot of what they do, and I'm not I'm not like shit, but.
1: So this is this is where the Zemo thing is important because I think I think Marvel might be aware that they can like truly tell the story they want to tell through TV. I do think I think the big like movie Empire is about to slow the fuck down and they're about to put out ten of these shows. Did you see the casting news today on like or the past couple days about the MCU shows? No. So Amelia Clark is gonna be in Secret Invasion. What? or Secret Wars and Olivia Coleman is gonna be in what's the nick oh fuck, there's cause there's Secret Wars and then there's Yeah, so Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark are gonna be in Secret Wars.
0: Um, what what um what is the Secret Wars one again? Isn't that actually ironic, like just as a sidebar? Wasn't it like the Russos like didn't they say like oh we'll only ever come back for Secret Wars? Like isn't that like a really famous comic book series?
1: Yeah, it's the um it's all the scroll stuff. Still. Like from Captain Marvel?
0: Yeah. What what so what like, do they do? Like
1: like the shapeshifters?
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember them. So like what's the what's the plot? I think like, again, I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah. very imbe-
1: embedded into Marvel uh, comic book lore, but I do believe it's like the scrolls have been on Earth for like a long time. Yeah. And they've slowly like embedded themselves into throughout the world. Empowers a position and not and i think it kind of like comes to like i don't know i think it might have to do with the because i know the cree and like the the squirrels are like all, are always beefing about something yeah yeah because that was like a plot of captain marvel yeah i
0: remember that part
1: um so i don't know I, I again i don't know super in depth but just like the heavyweight acting they're bringing in for these shows you know it's 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 tremendous but Amelia um,
0: clark yeah that's a big pull Mm-hmm. Like no, no, be Coleman yeah. too, like you know, Oscar yeah. winner. Like yeah, no, it, yeah. There's some ridiculous, obscene stat. Like fucking in the MCU, there's like 14 Oscar winning actors or something yeah. ridiculous. I don't know if it's 14, but it is ridiculous. Um but, but my point being, like, they're now,
1: like you know, and this goes back to WandaVision too, with Kat, you know, Catherine Hahn doing uh, Agatha. Like they're able to actually flesh out villains now to make give yeah. them some substance. It's not one note. You know, and like you know again a further point like i was talking about mads mickelson like what it would have been so much better to have him in a tv show format to like really make that villain like something
0: yeah i mean i I think you'll agree like i think what most people would would say is like you know we're not saying these are like the best tv shows of all time but it is very hard not to argue that these characters get more depth in this medium like it's pretty it's just simple simply they get more time yeah more time on the clock the more time you have to Explore any of this stuff. Like Sebastian Stan has had by far his best moments as Bucky in this series. Mm. Like that uh, episode four opening seas- uh, scene where they try and they test it for the first time to oh, see if yeah. the uh, to see in if, Wakanda. Like, in Wakanda, it yeah. was, I thought it was cool that they actually did that. Yeah. But like you know, that like they weren't taking time for that kind of stuff. Um, no. Because he wasn't you know. A front-running character and he didn't need that development he just needed to like do what what the script said he had to do yeah um and because this show existed he got to do that and you know the audience clearly has an appetite for it same with elizabeth olsen in one yeah. division she crushed it she did
1: so far like when it comes down to acting performance of the marvel shows like i think she's still the biggest standout yeah like and then and and two um i'm completely blanking on his actual name paul uh, bettany no um falcon anthony mackie anthony mackie sorry um he i find like sebastian has had some moments too but he's Mm -hmm. kind of playing a muted character a little bit totally but anthony mackie is finally getting i find like i've always liked the character and it's always kind of bummed me out because he was introduced in winter
0: soldier
1: winter soldier and like he's you know he it's not like he was just like being strung along as like cap's little buddy you know, but like it kind of felt like that at times. Like he wasn't yeah, taken seriously by a lot of side the kick, other, right? You know, and he, like, he's clearly a leading man. You know, yeah. like, and this show has proven that, in my opinion. I'm ready for more Anthony Mackie. Like, he was great. This... Did you watch Altered Carbon?
0: No, neither season.
1: Well, I, I watched the first season because, like, my guy is Joel Kinnaman. Like, yeah. Love him. Absolute man crush on him. And yeah. so, like, the whole, the whole plot of the show is that like you can switch skins, right? like it's kind of like you know cyberpunk blade runner future-esque kind of world yeah but anthony mackie plays like the main like skin suit kind of thing okay Uh, in season two it's canceled obviously yeah which is a bummer but like he he was fucking great like and and
0: he's better in that i think he's better in that than he is in this but he um his strongest episode i think was this most recent one yes um you know, just, like, the penultimate right before the finale, he, he made some big strides. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they wrap it up. But um, but in catching up, like, season episode four was
1: really good. Um, big time. Like, season three, like, episode, sorry, season three. Episode three was good, you know, there was, but there was a lot of, I think we had, because that was the last one I had watched, I think you and I had talked about some of the fights, and it was kind of just, like, whatever. Yeah. It was just, like, kind of, like, repeat Winter Soldier, Civil War, like, like, normal person on normal person fighting
0: yeah it was a, i thought it might be even a bit of a step down but like that's not like a huge criticism like mm-hmm. like there's those movies get so much budget and have yeah. so much time to rehearse choreography yeah. you know what i mean and those thing too yeah. we had
1: that like there's that scene in the bar and there's the chance for like bucky just to unload yeah and like they cut it short like they set it up to be in, like this big epic battle and it's cut short in 10 seconds but the nice thing about episodes four and five is they let they let them breathe and they let them have their fights. Like that fight with, you know, Bucky and uh, and Sam against, um, um, is it John? John Walker. John Walker. Yeah. Like unreal. Yeah. Like really good choreography and like just and the way he rips his wings off was like, oh, wow, fuck? Like, yeah. But like they clearly set up. He's Captain America now, right?
0: Uh, like Falcon's dead. Oh, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, you know, I would I would like leave the door open because like who knows like maybe he gets the wings and the shield I don't know, mm. but like uh, but no I think you know they got he's got like the suit the wings are gone I think it's like pretty safe to say I also think if they want to have some fun if they want to take some creative risk and like they've you know they seem to be a little bit more open to that right now like they might it might be a good time to kill Bucky like mm. you know it would be tragic his whole character is pretty damn tragic um yeah so what do you, you rubbing? think they're going to do bucky dirty what what is being rubbed do you hear that anyway um sorry uh yeah but you don't think they'll kill him <laughs>
1: i don't know it's hard to say like i don't know <laughs> if, if if the world didn't want him to play luke skywalker so bad I would say like he's definitely good, like he's safe, but the word if the word is out there that people want him for Luke and if Disney sees there's like
0: some some eyes on it, then uh, I'm kidding. Does know. that ever and I'm not shitting on the idea because like I actually I fucking love Sebastian Stan. Mm. <laughs> um, but does that ever work out where like fans, like in their giant petitions actually force a studio to cast somebody?
1: Well, no, like, I, and I'm not saying that that's what would happen, but like in this instance, they have someone who's already embedded in the ecosystem. They have someone who has interest in playing the character. They have someone who oddly looks like the character and to certain, you know, to a certain yeah. degree. They have a blessing from the original actor. You know, it's kind of like a weird. Oh my god! Yeah. It's kind of like a weird melting pot. You know, it's it's all hearsay still, and but like, it, have they committed a, to
0: any kind of Luke anything? Like, any one well, kind of Luke's storyline?
1: Well, that's... I'm not gonna... You know, I'm not gonna get into that there, because you still need to watch The Mandalorian, but, like...
0: Right, okay, so, but there's potential.
1: I think there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of substance to potentially, like... If not him, someone else.
0: Interesting, okay. Yeah,
1: but... I don't know, I... Like, I... Anyways, to the point, I'm liking Winter Soldier a lot more, and I'm actually liking it more than I am WandaVision, believe it or not. Just... Because I, I find towards the end of Wandavision it was getting it, it got a little sloppy, just a little. It was kind of all over the place, and
0: it was a really really rough finale. Like yeah, like I mean, and I'm not saying it was bad, but it was like yep. like we really couldn't resist the sky beam like just once, like we you know yeah. like and and it was worse because like the budget wasn't there, so the like one you couldn't resist the effects battle, and two the effects weren't even great this time, so it was like yeah. And I'm not, you know, like, I I watch the damn thing. Like, I'm a fan. So, like, mm-hmm. I just want it to be good. Um, and that's the thing, too. Yeah. Like, I know I know my argument,
1: you know, at the end, you know, we had talked about this, but, um, you know, it came down to, like, you know, the superhero had to punch the villain in the face, you know, exactly like you said. Mm-hmm. But, like, the difference between that and, you know, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, there's some substance between the showdown of said villain and hero punching themselves in the face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's it was all context like if if WandaVision from the get-go was a very like action heavy and out there and you know it it was more about building the world and telling the story this is more kind of a cap you know it's capping off the journey for these two characters yeah you know it's not starting a new one I guess in a way I think for Sam obviously Mm -hmm. it is and you know now that we talk about it they might ice Bucky who knows like
0: I think it it might make sense. They might give him a bit of closure. You know, it seems Mm. clear, like, you know, there's going to be one more big fight probably with Sam and uh, John Walker and maybe Bucky. But I think before that happens, my prediction is Bucky finds closure and tells the Asian guy from the pilot what happened, Mm. comes clean, he's forgiven, and he's happy. And he had, like, a bunch of, like, happy-go-lucky, like, smiley, Scenes in the fifth episode, like with Sam's, Sam's family, <laughs> yeah. and and even the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he s- found some peace and like maybe a little bit of closure. And I think he uh, he might catch one, like sacrificing himself for his buddy or something. Mm. Because yeah, you know I they've been talking about how they're not friends, but they clearly are. That's sort of like yeah. one of the themes. Anyway, I'm not I'm not gonna live or die on that prediction, but I think like it would it would make a bit of sense. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, How about about Shang-Chi? So, I know nothing about that one. No, I know Um, nothing about it either. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, Marvel thing. So, all I know is that it gave me Iron Fist anxiety. I was like, oh my god, please don't fuck this up. And I'm not talking about, like...
1: You want to have a conversation, Dave? (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-oh.
1: I liked Iron Fist. (laughs) Devin and I, you talked to either of us, we will both say. like It was cheesy as fucking moments, but like it was... In my opinion...
0: Oh my god.
1: It hit, like... You know, like, a, a lot of, like, old, like, kung fu and martial arts movies, there's always that layer of cheese. Oh, yeah. There's always that layer of cheese, but, like, a big part of it is the the physicality and the dedication to the work. Like, you know, like, the, the homesick the home days of me watching Jackie Chan movies over and over and over growing up. Like, that's, you know, that was just, like, what we did growing up, you know? Yeah. So iron fist was like a very it wasn't that hard of a pill for us to swallow really? you know so like and, and like dave i'm not going to say it's like one of the best things like marvel ever did because it's just blatantly not but like yeah it, it is nowhere near as bad as anyone well, and that's... none of those none of those shows were
0: i liked all of those like the, the netflix shows well, i think that's yeah. a travesty that so they're gone but I, I totally agree daredevil specifically uh specifically yeah. um but here's the thing, right? Is, like, there's this, like, effect of, like, th- something is objectively bad. You sure. know, obje- I'm not saying Iron Fist is objectively bad, but hear me out. Like, take a... Think about a couple well, things. Like, uh yeah,
1: it was bad. Like, I'm not gonna... Yeah. I liked it. I'm so, not gonna disagree with you.
0: <laughs> so th- here's my point, right? You take Iron Fist, Suicide Squad, and Game of mm. Thrones, the final season, and, like, I would say none of them were great. They're probably closer to bad than good. However, sure. the internet... It gets so fucking angry Oh, true. and it's yeah, not yeah. like you know let's say i thought iron, iron those things are a four out of ten or a five out of ten the internet's opinion is unnegotiably they are ones out of ten if mm. you like them if you think there's anything remotely redeemable yeah. you're an idiot you don't know entertainment you don't know storytelling it's like okay jesus relax You know, like I'm definitely not on that wavelength of like Iron Fist was a mistake and it shouldn't have been created. I would just say it was probably among the weaker of the projects that they've taken on and it didn't really work for me. Yeah, 100 percent I think that's fair.
1: Yeah. But but you know what? Like when they got down to brass tacks and they were fighting, it was kinda dope as shit. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like when they took all like I I would be I would be a little bummed if if they ever brought Iron Fist back, if they did not give that dude another shot, I would be kind of bummed.
0: It would be kind of silly, yeah, um, because a lot of the stuff that you hear about, about that show specifically, is is budget and prep Mm. related. Like, you know, a lot of the complaints were about the fights in the first season, and the guy came out, and he's like, yo, I had six weeks of prep. Because yeah. like these like people that do these movies have six fucking months of prep, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, I feel like he probably didn't really get a fair shake, and that happens sometimes. I really liked uh, Daredevil. Um,
1: Daredevil was good. Punisher was good. Luke Cage was great. Uh, Punisher, and uh,
0: yeah.
1: uh, I like Jessica Jones as well. I, I I will say I didn't watch the second season, but I really liked the
0: first. First season was really good, and I'm not being. Uh, A negative Nancy, but my hot take on Jessica Jones, Mm. um, which I still think stands, is that Jessica Jones is the worst part of Jessica Jones. Kristen Mm. Ritter is almost a reliable miss, and Mm. everyone in that show is so goddamn good. Like, what's his face? The villain, obviously.
1: Oh, David Tennant. Yeah. David
0: Tennant crushes season one. And her best friend, um, it's been so many years since that show came out. Oh, the junkie. The best friend the junkie. Destroys yeah. oh, in scenes. Oh, was good. Um, Fuck, I forgot. And then her like best friend, who's like the blonde, who's meant to be like kind of a supporting character, ends up getting like, like get getting like these juicy parts into season two, and it's like pretty compelling. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and the only time that it, was, it sometimes fell flat for me was with uh, was with actual Jessica Jones. But I thought that that was a, a good one too. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know. It makes sense. Like Disney was like, okay, we're canceling Netflix. We're bringing it all in house. And then like when they bring it in house, they put out one division and Falcon and Winter Winter Soldier, which are like.
1: Well, it was a timing thing too, right? Like they weren't allowed to touch it for like a good period of time. So like, like Daredevil is Marvel's like historically one of their biggest fucking properties. There is no way they're not going to go back to that, and they need to give it back to Charlie Cox. Because that dude was stellar. Like,
0: yo, dude, he I mean, anything he <laughs> touches is tremendous. It's crazy too when you fucking when you compare Charlie Cox's interpretation of Devil to poor old Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of fair. Ben Affleck, I watched Argo for the first time like last week.
1: Oh yeah, that's a movie. Yeah,
0: it's good. But one Best Picture. I don't buy that.
1: It I did. What year was that? No, I know it did, but what? Let's look up. At Argo, Best Picture. Wait, year was that? 2002. So 2013. No Oscars. way. Yeah. Wait, or 2012. Sorry, yeah, I was reading gone. that wrong. All right. Oh, you don't believe in one Best Picture? Get no, I want it. No, no, no. I believe it. I believe. 100. I know for a fact it did. I'm just now curious what it went up against. Because uh, that was that was one of those movies I saw it and I did not get it.
0: I. Uh, it's tough. It. I watched it. Like I haven't seen it since. Or I, this is the first time I watched it. And at the end of it I was like okay that's like that's an Oscar contending film mm. it I, like it hit me like that like I remember the third act was incredibly strong the pacing was well done I don't think any of the performances knocked me on my ass I don't I don't know if they got any nominations for like for acting or anything but pacing no, direction so. solid did you, did you find um, out what it competed against
1: yeah so I'm more I'm not sure what that is it's might be uh, international uh, yeah. beast of southern wild django unchained les oh. miserables life of pie lincoln silver linings playbook and zero dark 30
0: that's actually a lot of competition yeah that's kind of crazy yeah. all those movies are really good yeah wow a bit like i'm buying but Jan- yeah. like one everything django that's, jesus that's the shit
1: i remember seeing that with my dad i convinced my dad Django. Doesn't. Yeah, because when we were younger, when I was younger, I begged him to take me to go see the first Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's just, I don't know, I think Tarantino's just not his speed. Like, my dad likes action movies and all that, but I think, you know, Tarantino's just like a step too far for him. Sure. And, uh, and you know, like, and he even remembered when I asked him, like, can we go see Django? And he was like, it's going to be like the last Tarantino movie? Uh... <laughs> And, like, there's just that... There's that shootout at the end. And I could just... Like, in my dad, the seat next to you, just going, like, oh, oh, oh,
0: And, like,
1: I' are just getting
0: lit up inside the man. It's so funny. <laughs> I remember... I remember, like, the artsy people were like, did we really need that last scene of just crazy violence for no reason? Yeah. I remember... Like, it's just funny how people, like, take it... That movie stands for me, like, the test of time. I can watch... I can watch Django.
1: That might be my... I don't know, I, I got a really, I got a soft spot for Kill Bill.
0: Dude, um, me too. Uh, a lot of people, they're like, oh, you know, those are really the only ones that don't work. And I'm like, man, what? like, how? How do they not work? It's Tarantino doing a two-movie, like, you know how the whole fucking, mm-hmm. all the, uh, all the headlines about Tarantino's um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was like, oh, this is his love letter, love letter to Hollywood. Like, Kill, Kill Bill, Bill was. was so clearly his love letter to, like, like the kung fu movie mm-hmm. and like he kung fu movies done by tarantino like how is that not a winning combination it crushed it's tremendous and like, uh, what's the name of the the lead uh oh uh uma thurman Thur- uma thurman for christ's yeah. sake like crushes yeah absolutely
1: anyway, yeah Jan- but jango and chain i think is inglorious Bastards is great I, oh you know what here's Might be my favorite what is your what's your tarantino power ranking Oh no! Here we go. I'm gonna
0: pull it up right now. Quentin Tarantino. Like, like how? Like, where do I? Like, what, what's at my top? Yeah, let's just top the to bottom. Okay, we got. I got. Right here. Got I'll read the movies off to you right now. You I got, got it. it. I, got, I got it. Okay. Um, I don't want. I don't want to be destroyed off this. Okay. I don't want you to. No, I
1: won't. Right. No, no, no. This is all personal preference. I love all these movies so. Like it's not like you're, you know, we're you know trying to shoot any of them out.
0: But, uh. Um, I'm gonna go. Man, I love them. Like the the problem is like the top four or five is so tight, and then mm. the the bottom is loose for me, right? So, it's but, all hypothetical dip. <laughs> yeah, so I would start. I'm gonna have to start with uh, Inglorious Bastards, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill. One, Django, Kill Bill 2, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, Hateful Eight, and I never saw, I haven't seen Jackie Brown. Oh, Dave. That's a good one.
1: That's his most grounded movie.
0: Oh, fuck, I completely forgot about Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time at my bot, like... Like, it was good, but it's yeah. at the bottom, so after Reservoir Dogs, I, I like Reservoir Dogs more than the... Mm. What about you?
1: Um, I would do Kill Bill 1. Yeah. Django. Yeah. Glorious Bastards. Yep. Volume 2. Oh. Jackie Brown. Oh my god. Pulp Fiction... Reservoir Dogs, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. I've only seen that the one time. It's hard. Maybe Hateful Eight and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I Are like the feel- Hateful Eight. I like Westerns, too. Yeah, so I like... Was...
0: Yeah, I mean, that was such an indulgent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, in so many ways, yeah. 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 I wanted to tell you about... Or I wanted to ask you about... It's a, it's a bit of a shift, but have you heard of or seen To Your Eternity, the anime?
1: Uh, it's on my watch list, actually. I've been planning on checking yeah, it out. Let
0: me, let me rave about this really quick.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I, like, we've been doing this for a while. Like, uh, I think the Attack on Titan uh, podcast was, like, over, like, four months, right? So we've been at it for a bit. I know. And, all, and, like, recent and like people are listening, but, like, recently, people I talk to every day are like, Hey, you're doing a podcast? I'm like, <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, and, the, and then I'm getting a lot of people who are like, "Oh, what anime like should I watch?" And like, it's actually a really tricky question. Like, if you haven't mm-hmm. watched anime, yeah, um, because you know, just there's so much out there, and so much of it is good, and so much of it is bad, and so much of it kind of demands that you know what anime is about, like, which sure. is kind of tricky. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get too highbrow, but what I will say is that to your eternity. There's only one episode out. I think the second episode comes out like today yeah, or or whatever. I think it's out now, yeah. Yeah, but so I only watched the pilot. It's 20 minutes. It's on Crunchyroll, which you can get for like a free trial. It is, in 20 minutes, a great example of why anime is a medium that people love so much Mm. um, and why like certain stories can only be told kind of in this format. Like watch the pilot of To To Your Eternity it is well written, it's emotional, it's it's uh, well drawn. it's nice to look at. and it would be a nightmare to try and shoot a pilot uh, of that in live action. It just like it just wouldn't work. Um, and it's yeah, it's creative if it's I think it's a great introduction to people who haven't seen uh, a ton of anime. and yeah dude, it, it slaps.
1: Oh it's, I, I definitely plan on checking that out if not tonight uh, this weekend. The word on the street is it's gonna break our hearts though Dave.
0: Yeah, I'm down. Uh, the yeah. fur dude, the uh, I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to spoil you, but like the first episode sets a tone, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is just so goddamn good. But you know, I think like that's we talked about this, like effective storytelling often. You know, it makes you feel something, and a lot yeah. of, it's allowed to be sad. Mm-hmm. But the fact that yeah, the fact I think the fact that if something can make you sad in 20 minutes, sure, you know what I mean. I think that's pretty pretty tight pretty powerful yeah
1: um so Leanne and i we uh we finally found a new show that we were like a new anime that we had neither of us have had seen mm-hmm. uh have you heard of made in abyss no so you know um i think liana was looking up uh because we had watched the province of land together and um
0: did season two think- blow it for that show sidebar
1: i don't know yeah i think i think that's the case like i, I think it's just a, um a case of trying to consolidate a lot of arcs into like Mm -hmm. one season and then i I haven't seen even the first season so no i know but like some creative liberties i think liana she's like well let's let's just watch it and see it's like no you're right we haven't read the manga so like it doesn't matter i guess Mm -hmm. but i think initially that was the problem it was like straying very far from the story oh but as the season has ended i think the consensus is it just wasn't good Hmm. But that could also be internet being internet and saying like, no, this isn't the way I wanted my thing to go. So I'm right. going to like, but again, you, I don't, I don't Did know. you wrap it up or no? We haven't started season two. Cause it's, oh, I think, okay, okay, I think okay. it's, I don't know if it's like a timed exclusive to Funimation for a little while.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: You know, and, and again, like we've said this before, like I could care less. just, you know, I'd, I'd rather just stick with one and if it's something I really want, I'll go seeking it out on another right. route. But, but if it's not on Netflix or Crunchyroll, you know, it's i'll get to it at some point like i write it down i'll get to it but it's anyway so leanna was kind of like looking up shows similar to P- the promise neverland and this was one of the ones that came up on the list and again like highly recommended if you like promise neverland check out made in abyss
0: made in abyss
1: made in abyss it's actually on prime the there's uh, only one season i do believe a sequel movie was announced recently oh okay and people are pretty stoked on that um Dave, by far, one of the most beautiful anime I have ever laid my eyes on. Really? Yeah, very, like, the the world is so rich and lush and, like, the, you know, like, just, like, the dynamics of the world, like, so I guess to, like, wrap it up, I think there was some, I don't know if just some hole appeared in the world, or maybe, I might have missed that, or if there was, like a, like, a comet or something, but there's just this giant hole they call the abyss. Mm-hmm and so the pretty much the whole planet i don't think it's earth necessarily but this whole planet has been completely like everything's been discovered they know where everything is all that's left is like this hole and there's multiple layers that go down and as you go down these layers the harder it is to go back up as you go down so there's like over like centuries people have built like there's like a full massive city surrounding this giant Mm -hmm. hole in the earth and people go down there like they're essentially like treasure hunters and it follows a group of kids. They work in an orphanage. And this orphanage is a part of this, like, archaeological society. And, like, they go down there to find, like, these rare artifacts. And, you know, like, it's... I will say, there's some very fucking weird, like, cinematography. Like, they're very loose with clothing and children in this show. Because, like, they're kids. Like, they're 12 years old. And that's kind of, like, a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little strange. But... Um, but, like just like the monster design and as they, like the like just like the rules they set up for this world like I think what there's a point if you go down so low you cannot return because like you'll just die of exhaustion like mm-hmm. the, like there's like almost like a mystical element to the whole itself mm-hmm. and we're you know I think there's 12 episodes I think we're four or five in there now like we're just getting right to the like the really? brunt of it the main characters have kind of and there's like a you know like a like, the girl, like, the main character, she finds, like, this... He's essentially an android. He's, like, a boy. Like, a little boy. And, like, clearly, like, you know, has, like, a laser arm. And, like, super overpowered. And it's, like, an amnesia story. and But, um... And this girl, she just really, really wants to be, like, you know, explorer. She wants to go down. I think her mom's down there. Because she's, like, one of the most famous, you know, like, minor... Or, you know... Very, very cool. Like, it's, it's kind of a short run. But it's also... It's very heavy, <laughs> and it's it's not bingeable at all, which is kind of nice. You watch one or two episodes, and you're like, okay, I'll put this off for a night. So we've been we've been enjoying that.
0: Made but, in uh, Abyss.
1: Made in Abyss. Yeah. It, it honestly, like, I highly recommend it. Um, I think we're gonna watch Vinland Saga next, though.
0: Dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Leanna. Oh, Leanna know saw why. that on the list, and I was like, oh yeah, Dave was telling me about that. And She was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like, he uh he he had a lot of praise for that one, so.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, like, um, I don't know why, that that popped up on my, like, on YouTube, like, people talk, like, reviewing it all of a sudden, I was like, what? Like, hasn't it been done for a while? Like, I'm pretty sure they're doing a season two, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, big, big recommendation on Vinland Saga, but yeah, I'll check out Made in the Abyss. Yeah. Abyss. You know what else? Oh, actually, before I tell you that I started watching Ted Lasso.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> actually, I'll just tell you, what a weird show, and also... Yeah.
1: I know nothing about it. I know it's like very positive and happy go lucky.
0: Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Jesus Christ, is that yeah. who it is? What a guy. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. Man, I think he won an Emmy for it actually. And oh, today, really? yeah, and today they announced season two is coming in July. So whatever. Good I did him. see that? Yeah. Um, that was my whole point about Ted Lasso. Yeah, happy go lucky, go nuts. Um, but I wanted to to say, have you seen the news on how much money Amazon is pouring into the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> uh, yeah, like show?
1: 450 million
0: dollars dude 450 million dollars for a single season that doesn't include the 250 million dollars they paid for the rights oh yeah dude like it's what
1: i don't know i i, I just hope it's good you this know? is
0: more expensive per episode than the disney shows and the last season of game of thrones
1: if you had fuck off money like Bezos, like, I what mean, what yeah, you do with like... it. Like, I would buy the rights to Lord of the Rings. I would, I would, Jesus. you know, I would craft cities out of real stone and wood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I would sell it. I it's would like, yeah, where'd it... all the
0: money go? Bezos is like, oh, well, we we built Minas Tirith. I mean, I thought that's you know, that's how we do it here. Yeah, we just got all we the Amazon to, warehouse workers. We'd we sent them out there. Down,
1: we had to chop down. You know. Millions of acres of uh, (laughs) rainforest in New Zealand, but it looks gonna look sweet, (laughs) you know.
0: But yeah, yeah, okay, so you did see that. Yeah, 450 million for a single season, not including the rights. Jesus Christ, it better not suck. I'll tell you that right now. That's the problem when these budgets come out. It's like it better not. I remember, um, I haven't even admittedly watched a lot of it, but uh, Star Trek Discovery that kept getting Mm. delayed and delayed, and it was like, yo, they're spending like as much money per episode in season one as, like, Game of Thrones. Like, so this better be Game of Thrones quality. And this was when, you know, people loved Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, And then I think it got, like, meh reviews. Mm. When you've got your budget hanging over your head like Mm. that, people expect... It feels like the stakes get raised a little bit. Sure. But,
1: like, you know, the... Yeah, I guess, guess, you know, there's no real one-to-one comparison. But, like, look at all the money they throw at the Marvel movies, and they're pretty consistent with those.
0: But it's different. Like, it's TV. Yeah. So. Mar- it's crazy. Marvel can, like... They just so consistently have gotten such ridiculous returns on their movies. Mm. Like, I don't think one of them has lost money at a 22 or whatever they're at now, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I don't Lord know.
1: Lord of the Rings, man. I'm ready for it. I think it's been it's been long enough since we've had anything of note. Like, it's it feels like the right time.
0: Actually... On that, just on that note of, like, you know, things not working out, do you think that in retrospect, like, because you just said it's been long enough, we're, like, ready for a TV show for Lord of the Rings. Sure. Do you think in retrospect those Hobbit movies as a three-piece was a, was regrettable? Regrettable? Yeah, like, do you think they should have forced that into a trilogy? Or do you think it should have been a standalone? I just remember people being fired up about it at the time in what course... way like
1: not liking or people were fired up in ex- in excitement uh both i things.
0: thought it was like a hotly debated thing people were like why would you make this a trilogy it didn't need to be a trilogy like you're kind of stretching it thin and then other people were like give me all the fucking cg dragons
1: yeah admittedly like i never i saw the first one a couple times in theaters just because you know it was it was exciting and like you know mm-hmm. you know this is like a thing you and I like. Lord of the Rings hit us at hit us at the perfect time. But you perfect know, perfect
0: like, timing, per- perfect everything. Yeah, those movies you know, remain nostalgic like, forever. It's it's our Star Wars. It really,
1: is. legitimately. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not trying like I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or anything like that. Like it it, it factually like for our age group, you know, when it came out is like when A New Hope came out in like '77 or '76, whenever it was. You know, it's like it shattered like. It blew our fucking minds. It was so
0: preposterous that it did so well. I cannot believe Return of the King won. Did you know it's one of the only movies that won every Oscar it was nominated for? Really? Eleven.
1: Wow. <laughs> I knew there was a lot. I didn't know, like the, uh, the,
0: the fact, L- fact that versions. it like, and I think that just validates like everything. You know, like it wasn't just like this weird nerd culture thing. It was like it propelled fantasy to to the mainstream. But and, the uh, books
1: themselves were, like, yeah. you know, they were lightning in a bottle to begin with. Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, like, Tolkien was, like, ahead of the curve, man. Like,
0: he... And it's just crazy, though, because, like, uh, how many of these projects have you seen not go well? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you think about, like, Peter Jackson, he had mm. barely any experience, and he decided he was going to shoot them all in a row... Yeah. Sometimes out of order. And he's going to cast Aragorn like a week or two before they start filming. Like there were so many opportunities for that entire thing to fucking explode and go badly. Mm-hmm. And it just somehow didn't. God, I love those movies. God, it might be time for a rewatch. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah but did, like, the, so the trilogy the for The Hobbit. Yeah.
1: Like I didn't care. It, it was like for me personally, it was... Again, for me, it was fucking obvious what they were doing. It was an absolute money suck. Mm -hmm. They were not... I don't think they were trying to give it the respect that they had given the
0: original trilogy. Yeah, which is just so weird because the the trilogy, the original one, was so faithful and so respectful. Mm -hmm. And then the money grab, like, five, ten years later. It's like, what?
1: So, the money grab, too. And, like, you know, this is, you know, for me, me personally, you know, like, you know, like, I think any you know, red-blooded teenager, you know, like, you go through that point where you're not an elitist, but, like, you're very, like, highbrow. You're like, no, that's not a classic movie. <laughs> you know, that's that's a shitty movie. But, like, when those movies were in, like, I think when, like, around that time when those were coming out, I kind of, you know, and, and J- Jeff is the the testament the a testament to this. He's always had the, and the philosophy, and it rubbed off on me around this time of, you know, like... It's a movie, like a lot of work went into it. And if there's something redeemable, like sometimes that's just enough, you know? And when I saw those movies, everyone was shitting on them, especially like the second and third one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, it's like, yeah, but like there was really cool shit in them and like there was Mm -hmm. things people that read the book, there was some love and tender care put into them. Like they weren't just, you know, fly by night. There like there was a lot of redeeming parts to them. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to our conversation earlier you know like sometimes the internet is just a little ruthless to be ruthless Mm -hmm. and you know i kind of that was just around the time like i said i kind of had discovered this new philosophy of like just enjoy the things you like like just go see a movie just watch a movie Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to be super hypercritical like it's funny because like you know we you know like we have this show where we analyze Mm -hmm. you know our favorite anime and all that and we're discussing it now but like
0: you know, it's no, but you don't. You don't see the point in unnecessarily dunking on things.
1: No, absolutely, right. and this and this goes back. This is kind of like I can swing into Game of Thrones a little bit here because I never read the books. I was mm. always interested, like. You know there was, I think, there was that one or two seasons like you were at the house, you know, like Devin and Jeff and Joe. Like, we were all watching Game of Thrones together
0: week to week, yeah.
1: And I, I would just, Devin and I would just sit there and be awe of like listening to you and Joey talk about the lore. And it was so interesting. And there was respect for the show. And I know in that last season it kind of fell apart there, but like, you know, even for me, like, you know, like I wasn't that bummed or, or upset about it because like I didn't have that connection to it. And I think the problem with Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit is they've been around for so much longer. So many more eyes and hands have gotten on those products mm-hmm. and worlds like people can be a little more critical of.
0: Yeah. And where's that beloved by that many people, right?
1: Exactly. So like, you know, you're bound to see that and like this, you know, but then in the same swoop, like the star Wars stuff, I legitimately don't think, you know, some of that stuff is just blatantly bad. You know, it, it baffles in that mind. it baffles me that people will shit talk rogue one, like right. to, to like no extent people will shit talk solo which is not a bad movie i mm-hmm. I'll, I'll die on that hill and and people's you know and like it's like they're good movies they have redeeming stuff and even the last jedi like there's a lot of things i don't <laughs> i don't like about that movie yeah but there's also some stuff that i was blown away by like you know there's a scene in last jedi that very few movies have captured a moment for me of just like in awe like the theater was what's the like, scene what's the scene you know the scene where they're finally getting away or they're in the process of getting away and laura dern's character
0: she drives yeah the, she, she, the light speed it, smash
1: she, she does the light speed smash and the theater like the movie goes oh, yeah. silent it was just me and my all i could hear was just like my breathing and my tinnitus yeah. in the silence. <laughs> and and then like i was in awe like you know there is redeeming moments of the scene yeah And I don't know, I just, I think people are too hard on shit, like, I don't know. Star Wars one is
0: so interesting, Um, not to like completely go down that rabbit hole, Mm. but like it's just, it it was almost a case of like, you know how we've talked about uh, recently, like on this podcast, like uh, the idea of like creative freedom, like what happened to David Ayer with Suicide Squad, what happened Mm. to Zack Snyder with uh, Justice League, and like you get a studio that kind of neuters... Um, the artist's vision, and they they tamper with it, and you end up with like kind of like a half, like kind of watered down version, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of, of a bit of a compromise, and as a result, like nobody's happy. The yeah. studio isn't happy, and neither is the director. And then every now and again, you get something like Guardians or Thor Ragnarok, like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, yeah. where it seems like James Gunn like ejaculated his personality into that movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, like, it is so uncompromising. And same sure. with uh, with Ragnarok. It is, like, it, it that is just so blatantly Taika Watiti. Mm-hmm. And they were both slam dunks and both made all the money in the world. It felt to me like Star Wars just gave J.J. and Ryan, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Johnson. Uh, Johnson. Ryan Johnson. They're like, yo, like, do what you want with, like, this incredibly huge franchise. Like, he, he just seemed to, like, get to make whatever decisions he wanted to make but i don't think that was the case i think they
1: it was like the image to the public that they could do what they wanted but there was so much meddling by the studios yeah and i don't that know was big problem
0: my what i remember like i mean this was like the critical thought at the moment was that like jj was pretty upfront in that he had nothing to do with last jedi and he was just sort of serving like a launch pad to ryan johnson and ryan johnson got to do what he wanted to do sure and, and like, it just felt like the choice he made made so many people fucking angry. And I was like, it's the idea of, like, creative freedom is very interesting until you have it and you make choices that people hate you for. Mm. Um, like, with, like, D&D on Game of Thrones, like, they sort of ran out of source material. Mm. And they had 100% creative control. Mm. Right? HBO was like, yo, we'll do 10 seasons. They are like, no, no, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and they had all, you know, like they had, they got to do whatever they wanted to do. And like, and that like works until the audience just like, is like, wait a minute. I don't know if I'm on board with you, these decisions that you're making. Yeah. No, I hear you. Anyway, a random, random tangent about that.
1: Yeah. What a, what a rabbit hole. Well, that's, yeah. that's what, uh, that's what these conversations are for. Rabbit holes.
0: Yeah. Last one I had was, uh, Love, Death and Robots is getting season two and three. Oh
1: yeah, baby. Yeah. I was so excited for that. And soon, I think very soon.
0: around this time, like in the next week or two, the Demon Slayer movie is like supposed to hit, but like we're in lockdown till May. Oh,
1: Dave. Yeah. We ain't going nowhere.
0: <laughs> so like, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Like I haven't heard anything updated about it. I heard that Funimation put together a three episode special. Yes. Um, recapping like the end of season one. I haven't seen that, but... Hmm. Um, cause the other thing too,
1: I think next week is that Yusuke or Yusuke anime also drops.
0: Dude, there's a bunch of shit coming up. There's one called, the um, uh, Shaman King as well.
1: Oh, I think that's in Netflix jail until like the summer for us.
0: Oh really?
1: Yeah. That's, I think that's just in, um, uh, I think it's just in Japan. They have that for now. Mm, Netflix. Um, what else? Yeah. What else did I watch? The, uh, what was it? Anyway, oh, actually, I had it. It was funny. Uh, Leanna was talking to a friend of hers uh, from college, and you know they were just catching up. And he was, uh, he was saying he had been watching a lot of anime lately. Mm. Uh, him, and, I guess. Him and a buddy went in on uh, 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 a Crunchyroll account there, and uh, <laughs> so I was curious. I was like, well, I asked you ask him uh, what what he's been watching, and he uh, so he threw two recommendations my way. Oh. Uh, one. One that's been on my like, my I have had my eye on for a little while, Black Clover.
0: Yeah, that's know nothing about uh, it. I know it just ended either.
1: I know it just ended, ended and it it, it was like the at least the most recent season was quite good. But also Jujutsu Kaisen was highly recommended to us. Dude, I was I I think so close to watching the pilot the other day. I think you and I should just do it. Like you know, like we should just get into it and and talk about it because like we have it sounds like in the next couple weeks we have a pretty heavy onslaught of stuff coming our way like in the anime department so and then also other like the bad batch starts soon too and you know for
0: like star wars
1: there so like there's gonna be a lot a lot of
0: stuff to watch i think i'm gonna keep up with this um to your eternity thing Mm -hmm. week to week because it's pretty great but yeah i'll check out this uh maiden abyss thing and yeah i've if you're gonna try the pilot for Jujutsu Kaisen, I might as well. I can just sort of see where we land. Let's save, let's save it to
1: Sunday. We'll do like a Sunday morning. We'll do like a, maybe like an after lunch watch, and then we'll uh, we'll chit chat about it.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah, that works. All for right, me. buddy.
1: Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta
0: get start getting ready for bed there. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah, after still listening. Thanks. Have a good night. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.